and welcome to the third episode of The Moving Picture Show. My name is Ella Grace Wolf, and I will be your host. Today is part one of my interview with Ella Dorsch, a 14-year-old actress who most recently has been known for Halloween Kills and Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, the Christine Carlson story. In this episode, we learn about how she started her acting career and about her time on set for Halloween Kills. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and let's just jump right into the interview. Hello, and welcome to the third episode of The Moving Picture Show. Our guest today is Ella Dorsch. So Ella and I know each other because we were in acting class together, the same acting class that Jordan was in, actually. And I've known, and I also did another streaming thing with Ella called Virtual Vocals, which you should definitely check out. And I will tag them in this podcast and you guys should definitely check them out. And yeah, so let's just get right started with the questions. So Ella, how'd you get into acting? Um, I was a competitive dancer growing up, which... Not a lot of my friends know about, but I was a competitive dancer growing up, and that kind of segued into, like, theater, um, which kind of segued into, like, on-camera acting. So, yeah, dancer to everything else. Yeah, so how long have you been acting? Um, I would say, like, I got my agent when I was going into fifth grade, so I'd say professionally for almost, like, four years. It's crazy. Four years of that. Wow. Yeah, what grade, what grade are you in now? Uh, I'm in ninth grade. I go to Northwest, musical theater major. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, no, for those who don't know, Northwest is in art school. Um, and so what was your first role or your first time on set for a television film? My first ever role, I was in fifth grade, and I had booked, I was an extra in a Carowinds commercial. It was very exciting, but um, I had to write a Fury like all day it was like a like an eight hour shoot and I read the fury and so we would go we would do it like three or four laps and then we get like a 10 minute break and then go again like all day so kind of, oh my god kind of that sucks it's so like people are like people who love roller coasters are like oh my god that's like the dream and I'm like no no it was not fun um but you know I hate roller coasters. Yeah, the older I, <laughs> I can never do that. The older I get, the more I dislike them. So yeah, it was definitely kind of a kind of a gray area there if I liked it or not. But no, it was fun. Uh, so those who are just starting out in acting or have been doing it for a little bit but are kind of stuck, do you have any advice for them? I would just say do as much training as you can. I know that Ella Grace and I have trained with actors. Actors Lab. I've trained with places down in Atlanta, um, and especially because of because of COVID. Everything is online now. So I think just getting the most training you possibly can. Um, and then just honestly, just having fun and don't take it too seriously. I think when I first started, I was just very serious about it. And now I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to have fun and do what I love. And if things come, uh, you know, good. And if they don't, then I'm still doing what I love by auditioning. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's, the, that's definitely the most important part is that you love it and that you're doing it because you enjoy it because if you're doing it for other reasons like fame or money you never get anywhere it doesn't it just doesn't work for you yeah. and I know I've done so I've done uh also done work acting workshops down in Atlanta at Get Seen Studios which I think you've done some there too yeah I think I have yeah 
Yeah, yeah, they're a great they're a great resource and they have virtual classes right now too that anybody who's getting into acting or has been doing it for a while should definitely go check out. Okay, so Ella, you just it just released Halloween Kills, which is the next movie in the Halloween, which is the horror movie franchise. And you are playing a bully in the 1970s. And so I know the story of your audition because our acting coach just told me, but can you tell our audience the story of your audition and callback for Halloween Kills? Yeah, um, basically long story short, I got the audition. I was going into seventh grade. Originally the name was Mob Bosses. Um, and so I did the audition and then didn't really think much of it. School came around. I was probably like my first week in school. Uh, and then I got a callback for it. So I went down to Atlanta, but I was the only kid in the callback room. Um, and basically for the callback, the casting directors were basically like, you guys just have fun, you know, improv a little bit, which is like the scariest word for any actor, improv a little bit. Um, but I was with like two other older guys. Um, so we all, yeah, we all kind of just improv a bit. And it was mainly just us like cursing the casting directors out. Like that was mainly just our callback. <laughs> um, we had that brilliant idea. So yeah, and then I flicked off the casting director and walked out. And then a couple of days later, they said I got the part and it was great. <laughs> yeah. So I know that you're not, there are some people who like swear all the time, always flipping people off and you're not that type of person. I know that. And so how, what was that like? Did you have to like bring up your confidence to do that? Or were you just like, I'm in character, here we go. No, there was a lot of pent up aggression in seventh grade Ella that she really needed to release. So that was a really great, um, that was a great moment for me. It was very, it was very like, therapeutic, just get all my anger out there. So I was, I was very happy to do it. How did the casting director react to that? I think I remember them all laughing, but it was kind of like, a, should I laugh? Because um, I was young. I mean, I still am young, but I was especially like two years ago. I look like a fetus looking looking back now. Um, but you know, I think they were. I think they were impressed by how well I cursed so naturally. Nice. So, so you said you found out you got the role. When? How many weeks after the audition was it? Uh, I would say it was like one or two weeks. It was pretty fast. That's very fast. What, was there like a story of how you found out? Did your parents tell your agent? You just read it on an email or what? Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure my mom like just called me down and was like, you booked it. And I was like, really? And then I found out what it was for because up until that point, it was still mom bosses. Like I thought it was whatever mob bosses was gonna be um and then she said no it's for halloween kills i'm afraid of horror movies um but my mom and my dad and everyone in my family were really excited because they love horror movies so they're really pumped so had you already had you seen the other halloween movies or not no i didn't even know who michael myers was that's a person yeah didn't know that yeah, i i so, do not like horror movies mm-hmm not my I don't like them. Um, but it was they very just, fun to act in them. Yeah, they just give me nightmares all the way. <laughs> um, yeah. Have you seen the full Halloween Kills movie? I have not yet. I was my family has. They watched it um, at home. It's on Peacock. 
but I was waiting to watch it till it, it was in theaters. So I think I'm going to go see it either next weekend or this weekend or sometime soon. Um, but I have not seen it yet, but I'm very excited too. Oh, exciting. Yay. <laughs> so actually, you kind of briefly mentioned this, but is being on a set for a horror film, is that scary in and of itself? It what I guess my scenes weren't particularly very scary, so I think I got blessed with that. But you know, it definitely what when you look. I know that people from when you watch it in the movie theaters, it's very like dark and kind of spooky. Um, but when I was there, it was yeah, it totally takes the fun out of anything you'll ever see. Um, because I can tell you like, oh my god, that girl's mic right there that was taped to her thigh, and that guy that mic was taped yes. And that fake blood that was in that kid, that actually was just corn syrup. Um, so, yeah, there was, yeah, it wasn't scary, which is good. I'm glad because I would have been like genuinely frightened if I had, if it was actually scary. So, yeah, I know that whenever I watch anything even remotely creepy, I just have to keep telling myself it's not real. That's blah, blah, blah. That's prosthetics. That's all these things. Exactly. Yeah. I also yeah. think it's very, I think it's interesting watching movies when you do acting because on one hand you're like watching you're really in the movie on the other hand you're like analyzing you know oh my gosh look at their eye contact and I wonder where their mic is and all this crazy actor stuff that you think so yeah it's fun to watch movies yeah I watch I sometimes watch movies and I'm just like trying to figure out why the director chose to do certain things I'll be like oh look the camera's like standing still there oh no it's moving you know I'm kind of you know, I just try to analyze the heck out of it. So I know you also got a writing credit for Halloween Kills. Can you tell me the story of how that happened? Yeah, so I was we were on set. It was a very quick shoot, actually. I was only there in total for about three hours, which is like unheard of. That's insane. Yeah. It was insane. It was, they were doing a bunch of night scenes that day. Um, but they were on like, yeah, three hours. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, I was on set. I was waiting. Um, they're setting up a different shot for one of the other um, characters. And I was just kind of my mom, actually my mom came over and I was just going over like a little rhyme in my head. Cause in the scene, I'm, I'm bullying this kid named Lonnie. Um, and so I was just thinking of a little bit of a rhyme. I don't know. I was just playing around and my mom helped me a little bit of it. We were just kind of giggling to ourselves, laughing about it. And then the director came over and he overheard me talking. Um, and he was like, what are you, what are you, what are you singing? And I said, oh, it's, it's nothing, it's stupid. And he was like, no, let me hear it. So the director, David Gordon Green, nicest guy on the planet, um, so sweet. He heard it and then I kind of worked on him a little bit and then blocked it and then it ended up in the movie. Um, and then when I was doing ADR for the movie, which ADR is basically re-recording lines that got jumbled or you just couldn't hear. I was doing ADR for some of the lines in the movie, um, and they told me David Gordon Green asked for you to have a writing credit on the movie. So I had to get like a BMI number, and it was crazy. Um, and I'm so blessed and grateful to him and the team. Also, just a cool story that like I got a writing credit on all the kills. So it was very fun and surreal. Yeah, that's insane. When when I heard about that, I freaked out. I was like, "What? Yeah. She's a writer and an actress." <laughs> When she can do it all, yeah. I know, Pardon. she could do it all. For those who have seen that scene and who haven't, would you mind singing your rhyme? Uh, sure, I, I can't remember it. Okay, it went like, 
I go in like Lonnie, Lonnie, small and scrawny, has bad dreams and cries to mommy. And I said it over and over again. And then I think in the movie, uh, I think in the movie, it's a voiceover of me singing kind of like, da da, like very kind of like eerie, omniscient little rhyme. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I know in the film, you sing it while you're on camera, but then in the next scene, he's like running and you can hear it as a voiceover. And so, how did you, so you said you haven't seen the film yet, or did you watch it, or not the full film, but you haven't seen your scene yet? I haven't seen anything yet. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Well, you'll have to tell me what it's like when you see it in theaters, and anybody else who's in theaters, check it out. Let's transition onto your next big thing that came out only like two days after Halloween Kills came out, which is kind of crazy how... The timing worked out because you filmed Halloween Kills when you were in seventh grade and then you filmed this. Did you film it over the summer? Yeah, so I filmed Halloween Kills. It was like the first week of seven, probably like the like first week in September I filmed that. It was just a one-day shoot and it was supposed to come out eighth grade, like eighth grade Halloween. COVID happened and then the director's like, no, we're not going to do it. So they pushed it back a year. Uh, and then Lifetime, Lifetime moves crazy fast. I got the audition for Don't Tell the Small Stuff um in like June and by I think it's like late June or early July um and then I left July like 26th to go and shoot so it was a really crazy fast process I filmed that over the summertime then it came out um this past October yeah yeah so for those who haven't heard of it or haven't seen it yet don't sweat the small stuff is a lifetime movie that, as Ella said, just came out this past October, and it's a true story based on the life of Christine Carlson, who is the wife of Richard Carlson, who wrote the book uh, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. And then there are multiple different, um, like, other books about it, like Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Women, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Men, and they were basically self-help books, and are books about, like, stress relief and stuff like that. And so... In this story, Ella plays Christine's daughter. And so, well, did you do your Don't Sweat the Small Stuff uh, audition? Was it just via self-tape or did you go in for a callback? It's crazy. Um, I just did a self-tape. I didn't think much of it. Um, I really I really liked the character and I loved the story. Um, and the scenes I got were great. And I remember telling my mom, I was like, wow, I'm like, I really hope I get this. I really liked it. Uh, but I didn't get a callback for it. And so I was like, oh, I probably, you know, I probably didn't get it. And then they were like, yeah, we're not doing callbacks um, for your role. We like you. So yeah, there was no callback. It was crazy. That is insane. That's, that's the crazy thing about just like during COVID time, which I actually started, I started on camera acting during COVID. So I've all self-taped is all I've ever known about. And, uh, but it's kind of crazy that people are just casting straight off of self-tapes, never met the person before. So, so you walk on set at Don't Sweat for the first day. Tell me a story of what that was like. It was very, very exciting and fun. I, so I got the, I knew that Heather was playing my mom um, from the start since I got cast. Yes, Heather Lock. Heather Locklear, for those who don't know, is a 1980s star. <laughs> I knew that Heather was on since I got cast. 
Um, but I didn't know anyone else in the cast. They, they didn't send it out until I think it was like two days before shooting. And then I got the cast list and I found out that Natasha Bray was my sister and um, Jason McDonald was my dad. And I was so pumped. I was fangirling. Um, Jason was on Vampire Diaries. He played Elena's like, biological dad. Um, Natasha Bray, Candace Cameron Bray's daughter. Um, she's so sweet and nice. But um, so I knew that they got cast and I was really, really nervous. Um, but I got on set that first day and I had the best time. It was a pretty easy day that day. I only had one scene to shoot. Uh, I didn't do much talking in it. So it was really fun to just be on set and like look around. I hadn't been on set in so long because of COVID. So yeah, it was, it was surreal and so overwhelming, but so joyous to be on set again and be in that environment. I was just, I was, I was so happy. Yay. <laughs> So how long did you shoot that for? We shot for 16 days. I'm pretty sure it was 16. It was a very, it was either, yeah, I think it was 16 or 18. Um, it was a very fast, very fast shoot, uh, shoot dates. That's insanely fast because you're in like the entire movie. And so that's insane that they could film the whole film in just 16 days. Like that's not even, that's just over two weeks. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was about, it was a little bit over two weeks and then they were done. And then they, they started editing as we were doing the movie. So like, as they got a scene, they were editing that night. And so it was, the movie was pretty much, they pretty much had a rough draft of the movie, like a week after we were done shooting, which is crazy. So surreal for those editors, but yeah. Absolutely insane. Wow. Insane. It was, yeah, it was awesome. Okay, and as an actor, as a friend, I need to know, did you have a trailer? Because that is like a dream. <laughs> I did have a trailer. I shared it with Natasha. Um, I love my trailer. It was very nice and cozy. Um, there was a little nice refrigerator, and a little mirror, and a little bathroom. Um, and my mom stayed in there and most days and did work calls while I was done up there shooting. Uh, so you talked about your first day, but can you tell me a little bit about what a typical day, like tell me a day in the life on just a typical day once you really got into filming. Do you want to know what a typical day on a Lifetime set is like? Well, then you better tune in in two weeks. Check out part two to hear the rest of the interview. Thank you for listening. I really hope you enjoyed it and stay kind, everyone. <laughs>